Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are locked on Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's right. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Pelicans. I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'm also a writer for Bourbon Street Shots, where you can check out a lot of my writing, along with some of the other great writers we have on that site as well. And, oh boy, Pelicans have a bit of a rough stretch here. Uh, already a tough game to open the season with the Denver Nuggets coming into New Orleans, but now the big game, the one everyone's really excited for, Kevin Durant's first road game with the Warriors. Uh, Golden State is going to be in the Smoothie King Center tonight against the Pelicans. Uh, and then tomorrow, going on the road to the Spurs on the second night of a back to back quite a brutal you know opening three game stretch these two in particular you know uh, Spurs looked very very good in their win over the Warriors Warriors are still the Warriors and are not going to be easy to beat Uh, so we're going to break down those two games for you and what to watch for today on Locked On Pelicans and uh, get you started for the weekend now, before we talk about the games coming up, you know I've got to mention SeatGeek today of all days, especially with the Warriors. And like I said, Kevin Durant's first road game in a Warriors uniform here in the Smoothie King Center tonight. SeatGeek is the best way to get your tickets. I've said it's the ticket aggregator. I use it for Saints games personally. I get on there, find the best value for my money, find the seats I want to sit in, get them, get it on my phone, and I can walk right on into the Superdome or the Smoothie King Center. It's absolutely wonderful. You can even use it for concerts or pretty much any type of live events. Uh, for our Locked On Pelicans listeners... Uh, we got a promo code where it's a uh, $20 rebate from SeatGeek. Make things a little bit cheaper for you. It's LO Pelicans, as in Locked On Pelicans. Download the SeatGeek app, go to settings, put in that promo code LO Pelicans, get your $20 rebate uh, for your first purchase. Make sure you're at the game tonight. You definitely want to be in there. There's going to be a sellout. It's going to be loud. It's going to be a lot of fun to see the best players in the league and Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Durant, Draymond Green. Don't forget there's going to be other big names coming through. Uh, LeBron's going to be here. You still have the Spurs. You're going to play here twice. Uh, it's SeatGeek's just great. Use it. Make sure you're picking those A-plus tickets that it's rating for you getting the best value for your money and don't miss a minute of the action so the game tonight and before i talk about that for one second here i do need to make an admission i recorded this podcast fridays on wednesday because i'm going to be out of town so i won't be at the game tonight uh and i haven't still you know it hasn't been tip off time just yet for the pelicans and denver nuggets so if someone gets injured this might be a little bit different of a preview. I might be missing one or two things. You know, something changes in the next day or so. But this is going to be a general primer for what to watch and what to expect for. So this is a rough game for the Pelicans. The Warriors are going to come in very fired up. They That blowout loss to the Spurs in Game 1 isn't what they wanted. They really want to show that adding Durant onto this team is going to work. That there is, even though there's only one ball, it's enough to go around for all of the great players they have on the team. And being blown out, frankly, is just going to piss them off. And they tend to respond well when they kind of huddle up in their locker room and get angry and want to lash out. And unfortunately, the next team they're going to play is the New Orleans Pelicans. So it's going to be, you know, pretty rough. 
One of the reasons Golden State lost and lost so poorly uh, was that they shot really badly from deep. They only shot 21% on three-pointers for that entire game. You know this team. I don't need to tell you that's not going to be normal for them. Uh, Those shots are going to fall eventually. They're probably going to fall against the Pelicans tonight. Uh, They just have so much ball movement on the perimeter that the Pelicans are going to need to communicate. And this is where we've heard this defense being the key all offseason. The big buzzword, the reason Solomon Hills brought in is he talks on defense. He communicates. Well, they're going to need that communication tonight. With uh, Golden State having all of their ball movement, you need to know where the defensive rotations are coming from. You need to know where the the uh, open man on the perimeter is so that someone can run over and either run him off the three-point line or get over and cover him and at least contest that shot. Pelicans need these defensive rotations to be tight to contest these shots because if they're giving up three-point shots that are wide open to the Warriors, those are going to fall. The Pelicans can't get in a foot race with this team in a, in a scoring race, and they're going to get blown out quite quickly. Denver Nuggets, sure, leave them open on the three-point line. They're not a great three-point shooting team. Let them take those shots, and if that's how they beat you, that's how they beat you. Against the Warriors, you need an entirely different game plan than that. A game plan that might really help them is going to be a bit different than what I've said. I've said the Pelicans really shouldn't go out and grab offensive rebounds. But against this Warriors team, I think they're going to really have opportunities to do so. Small lineups uh, can hurt you if you're not grabbing defensive rebounds. And against the Spurs, the Warriors, who go small you know, far more often than any other team, they love to do this. They have that death lineup, which has worked for them quite well. But there is a one or two flaws to it, and that's that you can grab offensive rebounds against that team, against that lineup. You saw the Thunder do it in the playoffs last year. The Spurs were able to do it to a tremendous extent. They had 21 offensive rebounds against the Warriors in Game 1. The Warriors grabbed less than 60% of defensive boards. Heck, if the Pelicans can go in and that number for the Warriors stays at 70% and the Pelicans are grabbing 30% of offensive rebounds, I feel quite good. Uh, I still don't think they'll win the game, but I certainly think they'll be able to have a chance to get those boards. It might, though, mean that you're going to see Omer Ashik a bit more than you would like. I don't know if that's actually a bad thing. Think back two seasons ago to that first-round playoff sweep with the Warriors and Pelicans. It was game two. It was in Oracle Arena, uh, and the Pelicans were down significantly. It was right around 20 points. They had Omer Oshikin. They kept him in the, pretty much the entire fourth quarter, and it was his rebounding, and particularly his offensive rebound and his defensive rebounding to a lesser extent, but he was grabbing offensive boards like crazy. Pelicans managed to climb in to the game, make it at least somewhat closer, though they never really had a chance of winning, but at least allowed him to get back into the game, make it more competitive. I think Oshik can play against this team with no Andrew Bogut. I think they definitely also, you know, it, it improves his chances to do so. So don't be shocked if you see Omer Oshik more. This isn't a bad game for him to play significant minutes in. I think he kind of matches up as weird as it is against this Warriors team particularly well. That said, this is a tough game. I really don't think the Pelicans stand a chance. They're going to basically need to play perfectly tonight to uh, get this win. The problem is they're just you know, not quite capable of that. They're not going to be able to miss three-point shots. If you're not making shots against the Warriors, they're going to just bury you under a barrage of threes. It's, it's going to be a tough one for the Pelicans. It'll be a good test for their defense. Can they keep it close? Can they keep the Warriors under you know, the scoring average from last year, especially with Kevin Durant in there? And I, you know, It should be a nice little test for Solomon Hill as well. So expect them to lose, obviously, but there might be some good takeaways, and we'll definitely talk about that on Monday.
The other game the Pelicans play this weekend is at the Spurs. That's going to be on Saturday, the second night of a back-to-back uh, after the Warriors traveling on the road. They'll fly out that night after the game, get there late Friday night for the game Saturday uh, in San Antonio. Man, this is brutal. It just uh, one t- great team after another in these two matchups. So it's only two games. It's only 2.4% of the season. It's it's a rough start. You'd like these to maybe be spread out a little bit. But, you know, we know the Pelicans' uh, schedule to start the year is going to be rather rough. I actually think they have a worse chance of winning this one than they do against the uh, Golden State Warriors. Being home against Warriors helps a tad bit, but I think this Spurs team really surprised me and shocked me uh, to a strong degree in their opening game and that statement win on the road in Oracle against the Warriors. Uh, This is just going to be rough. Basically, uh, this one's kind of opposite of the Warriors game. The Pelicans need to be sound on the defensive glass this time. Uh, Can't give the Spurs the 21 offensive rebounds they grabbed against the uh, Warriors. So the small lineup, I've said that that's going to struggle with defensive rebounding when you have Terrence Jones guarding centers, and here he's either taking Gasol, who can rebound, or LaMarcus Aldridge, who can rebound. It's going to be a little bit rough. Uh, the one good thing is Anthony Davis in his career tends to play quite well against LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, so you'll probably see him matched up against, uh, against him a little bit more while Terrence Jones and the other bigs take Gasol. Um, but to keep being solid on the defensive side of the glass, you probably need to run Oshik out there. And if you see a theme coming from these two games is Oshik's needed in some capacity. We'd like to run him out of town, get rid of his contract, but he does do certain things well, and that really is rebounding. It'd be great if he could somehow stay a little bit more mobile, get some putbacks uh, a little bit easier than he does now. But he's still useful. They still need him to rebound because this team's going to struggle without it. So it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't when it comes to Oshik here. Uh, So if they don't grab these defensive rebounds, they're going to get burned. You don't want to give a team as good as the Spurs second chances to score points. Their offense still looks great, even though Duncan's not there anymore. Um, On the other side of the glass, don't worry about offensive rebounds here. This is where I think they have a chance to make this game kind of interesting. You know, the Spurs are very good on the defensive glass anyway. They're, They're a solid, sound rebounding team with those, like I said, with Gasol, and uh, Aldridge down low there. So the Pelicans need to get back in transition. Patty Mills right now for this team, I think, is their best passing guard uh, over Ginobili, over Parker. He's the guy that's, I think, the most dynamic out of kind of that group. They need to kind of make this Spurs team beat them one-on-one, which is not a hallmark of the Spurs. But with Duncan gone, with some of the other guys aging, I see less ball movement on the Spurs roster and less passing than they've had before. So the Pelicans are going to need some strong individual defense here. Don't allow quick passes around the perimeter to find an open man and to manufacture offense that way. Try and force isolations. Funnel those perimeter guys into Anthony Davis and Omer Oshik down low. And I think that's really going to be the key to this game. Again, probably not going to win. Second night of a back-to-back is quite rough. It's not going to be uh, great for the Pelicans, though, you know, they, they might be able to stay in this. One thing is Anthony Davis does tend to play well against the Spurs, so hopefully that's going to continue, but it's going to take a monster effort on him uh, from the offensive side of the ball, and you're going to need to see a bunch of blocks from him defensively if they want to try and win this game. One thing that's going to kind of be the theme between these two games is actually going to be Solomon Hill. This guy, the Pelicans' big free agent money sign-in, you know, over 50, 48 million, 50 million, 52 million, depending on where that contract falls uh, over four years. The Pelicans' big money free agent signing who was brought in to be a stopper on defense. 
This guy is getting tested in these two games right here. He'll be matched up against Kevin Durant for the majority of the Warriors game. He's going to have to take Kawhi Leonard, who scored a career high against the Warriors uh, when the Pelicans take on the Spurs. This is going to be his true test. Is he that elite defensive stopper that he thinks he is, that the Pelicans need him to be, or is he just a middle-of-the-road kind of an upgraded small forward for the Pelicans? We don't know just yet. His offense is going to be lacking. He's going to need to hit his threes, particularly those corner threes. But he was brought in for defense, and this is a chance for himself to prove it to the league, to Pelicans fans, to this organization. Uh, I think he has a chance to rise to this occasion. I don't, you know, he's not going to mark Kevin Durant out of the game. Durant's too dynamic, too good. But uh, Solomon Hill should be draped all over him throughout the game. Just limit him. Don't let him feast at the rim. Keep him in front of you. Force him into, you know, being a jump shooter from three-point range. Durant's a good three-point shooter. He only took three attempts in their first game. So don't let him get to the rim. Don't let him draw those fouls. Get to the free throw line at all. And if Solomon Hill can do that, I'm going to be happy. Like I said, all I want to see is just tangible improvement from this team game to game throughout this season. And I think Solomon Hill getting this big test against the Warriors is going to be a guy who can show some tangible improvement improvement here. Kawhi Leonard's no joke either. Uh, I don't expect Kawhi to guard Solomon Hill. You might see Kawhi all over the place on the defensive side of the ball. Probably if I were them, I'd run a little bit of zone and let him kind of roam like a box plus one and let him kind of roam around and just cause havoc. I don't think the Spurs are really too worried about the Pelicans offense. And, you know, Popovich is a smarter man than I, so I don't think he's going to take my advice here. But it'd be interesting to see them pop into a zone, let Kawhi just cause havoc, kind of what we've always wanted to see from Anthony Davis for times. But Again, you know, Solomon Hill, if Kawhi isn't on him, they're going to have one of their worst defenders matched up against Solomon Hill. Here, he needs to take charge and play well offensively. He needs to attack the rim, try and get to the line, take his shots when he's open. He's taking under three attempts per game in the preseason. Pelicans have said, Alvin Gentry has said, you know, Solomon Hill needs to shoot more. Otherwise, you're playing four on five on offense, and that's not going to work. Solomon Hill showed he's smart enough to know when to pick his spots. That was against uh, the Rockets when he just brutalized Ryan Anderson uh, and, and made him pay for guarding him. If he can do the same thing to the Spurs, that's going to be nice to see. Just let Solomon Hill find his place on the team, find his role while playing good defense. So Pelicans fans, that's two great games for this weekend. The the next home game is going to be Tuesday uh, with Milwaukee coming to the Smoothie King Center. I'll be back in town for that. Have that preview up for you on Tuesday. We'll talk about the games, the Warriors game, the Spurs game on Monday. Uh, this week, previewing the season has been a lot of fun. I'm excited for the season to start where we can dive into actual games that matter. We can see some lineups and break those down. I'm going to try and break down a lot of plays for you and show you what's working, what's not on this team. My goal is to make you a smarter basketball fan, uh, and I really enjoy this podcast, uh, Locked On Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun to do this with you guys, and we'll keep it going. Also, definitely listen to Locked On NBA. You know, the games have started. They matter now. Find out what's going on around the league. There's games constantly going on. It's tough to keep track with everything. Locked On NBA with David Locke definitely does a great job of kind of giving you a concise overview of the league as a whole. Know what's going on around. Know what the Pelicans are going to be facing in the future. It's a great way to keep up with that. So I'm Jake Madison, your host here of Locked On Pelicans, at Nola Jake on Twitter, writer for BourbonStreetShots.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the games. Hopefully you'll be there tonight in the Smoothie King Center for the Warriors game. If not, enjoy watching them on TV. Enjoy whatever you're doing. And I'll be back with you guys on Monday. Napa know-how.
It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17 